Welcome into the Mason Brew Pick'em podcast for Amazing Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Giardi, joined as always by Von Wozan and Scotty White. And well, uh, we are one short, as you probably already know. Uh, for those of you that follow along, Anthony has moved on uh, to another position and uh, he left us on a great week, went two and six last week uh, in the pick'em. So, uh, you know, he, he gave us a, a little edge moving forward here, but we got me, Vaughn, and Scotty rest of the way for you back in on the pick'em pod. And, hey, we're doing pretty well this year, boys. How are we doing? You guys doing good? Doing great, man. Five and three last week, 24, 15, and one overall on the season. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, which coincidentally, it was another one of those weeks last week where I wasn't incredibly confident with a lot of those picks, but ended up still going over 500. So I was happy about that. And, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's something that, uh, Anthony leaves us on a two and six note that really put a sour <laughs> taste in my mouth. I don't know about you. I, I don't know how Anthony's feeling about that, but I can, I, I can only hope that he didn't actually put money into his picks last week. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good after last week too. I think I told you guys I started uh, one and three, and then I was like not even paying attention to the picks anymore. And then Von texted the next day said that I went five and three, so that was a pleasant surprise. Um, so I'm hoping for a breakthrough week, though. I need one of these six and two, maybe seven and one type weeks. Yeah. So how it stands right now, I actually had caught up to Von last week, and then I had a, a bad week. Like Von, I was not confident really in that slate at all. And it really uh, hurt me. I went three and five, Scotty and Vaughn, both going five and three season standings, Vaughn 24, 15 and one on the year, myself and Scotty both 22, 17 and one. So looking for some big weeks and man, I'm just hoping we can keep it close throughout the year. Make this a a little bit entertaining. We're going to start in the sec with maybe so far, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if they're the surprise team in college football. There's a few of them, Michigan, Michigan State, but Kentucky is right up there with the bunch, sitting at 5-0, and ranked number 16. They are three-point favorites this week against LSU. Vaughn, I'm going to start with you. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, this is a really interesting game, but I'm going to roll with Kentucky. They're undefeated, and Wendell Robinson is the truth. He is just an offensive weapon, transferred over from Nebraska, which is uh, probably a good thing for Michigan this weekend because uh, he is just a, a light. He's a lightning in a bottle type of player. So I'm going to take Kentucky. Haven't been super high on LSU this year, so I will roll with the number 16th ranked Kentucky Wildcats. Scotty, who you like in that one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Kentucky, too. Um, I wasn't too sold on their undefeated record until last week. They pulled off the upset against Florida, who um, who had, has looked good, almost uh, beat Alabama. Um, and so LSU also, I still am just not, not too sold on them. Looked like they might uh, come out with a good win against Auburn last week and then kind of choked that one away. Um, so I'm going to go with Kentucky to cover this one. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Tigers on the road here. Uh, As it pertains to Kentucky, man, it's been a great start for them, but they're not going to sneak up on anyone anymore. I I think they snuck up on Florida a little bit and they played their tails off. No questions asked. That is an incredible win against Florida, but now it's how do you 
continue with that. Now you have the target on your back. Can Kentucky handle that? As as for LSU, Scotty, you mentioned it, man. Let one slip away against Auburn last week. They have been playing much better football uh, than that than they have since that loss to UCLA. So I like LSU kind of flying under the radar, kind of being, you know, the underdog, obviously uh, Vegas says they're the underdog here this week. So I like the Tigers to go in and cover at Kentucky. And for the first time this year, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure that we've bet uh, anything close to BYU or Boise state on this slate, but BYU, this is one of the few teams in the country that is not trailed in a football game ranked number 10 they're catching five and a half at home against Boise Scotty where are you at on this one yeah I saw the the stat about um not trailing either it's impressive um and I I haven't watched too much of Boise State this year but I was watching BYU when they were uh had their three games in a row against Pac-12 teams and they're a good team um they lost Zach Wilson but they picked up basically right where they left off um so I'm going to take them to cover this minus 5.5 at home against Boise who do you like there, Vaughn? Yeah, I'm actually going to take Boise State. I, I threw this game in here just because I didn't want to go with another like basic SEC matchup like Bama and Texas A&M because everybody would pick Alabama and it just wouldn't be interesting. <laughs> so I, I wanted to throw something cool in there for once. And uh, I think Boise State BYU is going to deliver a pretty good game here. I'm going to take Boise State to cover, but I think BYU still wins. I'm excited to see how this one plays out. Obviously, I haven't watched uh, either of these teams at all here this year, but kind of just looking through them. BYU, like we said, has not trailed yet this year, and they still have a lot of that momentum and a lot of those core pieces from last year, even without Zach Wilson, whereas this isn't the Boise of old, obviously. So I actually like BYU at home, minus five and a half, but kind of below the key number of seven here. So uh, it's not too many points for them to be able to cover. I like BYU going to the SEC and how fitting is it that both of these teams meet here this week? You know, they had the huge matchups last week. Arkansas was taking on Georgia, Ole Miss taking on Bama, both these teams looking to put on the map, put the country on notice and uh, well, they both get shellacked, but a chance to bounce back for both these teams. Ole Miss hosting Arkansas here this week, Ole Miss, the rebels catching six, at home. Vaughn, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going to take Ole Miss here. I really like the quarterback. Uh, Matt Corral has yet to throw an interception this season, has a completion percentage of just under 70%. Definitely one of the Heisman candidates at this moment. Probably slipped a little bit uh, in the Heisman hopes just because of that loss to Alabama last week. I, I think that'll knock the pedal still down just a little bit, but I will take Ole Miss. I do like where they're at. Uh, in this moment in time, Arkansas just, I I'm, I'm not entirely sure. They, they kind of just came out of nowhere uh, this season. They have looked good through their first few games, but that Georgia game last week, just, I, I just worry that uh, the confidence uh, in, in the Razorbacks kind of is diminishing after a 37, nothing loss to Georgia. So I'm going to take Ole Miss. Scotty, how are you looking at this game? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ole Miss, too. Um, I think, yeah, it's interesting what you pointed out, Luke. They kind of had going on the same start to their season here with the undefeated records, and then they both played the top teams in the SEC last week and just get embarrassed. Um, But I've got a little bit more confidence in Ole Miss being at home uh, and the firepower that they have at the quarterback position. Um, So I think Ole Miss will win this one by at least a touchdown. 
Yeah, give me the uh, fighting Lane Kiffins here this week as well. As it pertains to Arkansas, you know, their two best wins at the time looked fantastic. They beat Texas and they beat Texas A&M, but those two wins aren't looking quite as strong as they were. And I'm with Vaughn, man. Matt Corral is the real deal. I think he's probably the best draft eligible quarterback uh, in the country over Spencer Rattler and Sam Howell and maybe a couple other guys. I'm a big fan of Matt Corral here. So uh, yeah, give me Ole Miss here this week. I think Arkansas was a little overrated because of those uh, overrated wins that don't look quite as good. Moving back into the Big Ten, we've got undefeated number 11 Michigan State. They're on the road to Piscataway to take on Rutgers, and they are five-point favorites as they head to New Jersey. Scotty, where are you thinking on this one? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Michigan State. Um, Picked Rutgers last week to cover against Ohio State, and that did not go well. Um, Rutgers had a good start to the year, and then, you know, obviously gave Michigan a tough test, but I think they're starting to come back down to earth a little bit. Obviously, they got um, absolutely dominated by Ohio State last week. Um, and so I think Michigan state's going to cover this minus five. How about you, Vaughn? Yeah, I picked Rutgers too. And that was a boneheaded pick by me. That was so dumb. Why would I ever pick Rutgers ever in my life? So I'm going to pick Michigan state just because of that. And, uh, they've got a lot going for them. Michigan state does offensively and defensively now being at Rutgers, it, it could provide somewhat of a test, but they proved that they can play on the road earlier this season against Miami. So I have no doubts about Michigan state this week. Yeah, we actually all picked Rutgers last week. That, uh, that shows you how good we were uh, doing a week ago, but at the end of the day, man, I think, you know, you guys probably like myself put a little too much stock into a second half that probably wasn't reflective of how the, the Michigan versus Rutgers game actually went like Michigan was up 17 at halftime. They played their worst half of the year, and I think that kind of threw us off both, you know, for Michigan last week and uh, for for that Rutgers-Ohio State game. I think that was more of a mirage than anything. I think Michigan State has a very talented team. They have the explosive play capability. Give me the Spartans on the road covering the five. Here with you on the Mason Brew Pick'em podcast as we pick eight games against the spread each and every week with myself, Luke Yardy, Von Lozon, and Scotty White. All odds uh, via DraftKings Sportsbook. So you can go in and make the plays, either tail us or fade us as we stay in the Big Ten right now in maybe the marquee matchup of the week. I'd say definitely the marquee matchup. SEC fans might disagree with me a little bit. But we've got number four Penn State at number three, Iowa, and the Hawkeyes at home catching two. Vaughn, I'm going to start with you on this one. Yeah, this one I've been going back and forth with. Before we started recording, Luke and I were talking about how there were a couple that I really haven't made up my mind with. This is definitely one of them. It's it's enticing to pick Iowa at home uh, just because going to Kinnick is always a, a difficult task for any team. And you know, if you're a Michigan fan listening to this, you've certainly been on the wrong end of that over the last few years. So I, I think just because of everything that Iowa's got going on defensively, Penn State on offense, I don't trust them, especially the running game. I, I really don't like what I see out of Noah Kane and those guys at the running back position this year. Jahan Dotson is, in my opinion, one of the best wide receivers, not just in the conference but in the entire country. So I think this is going to be as good of a game as you're going to get 
I'm, but I'm going to pick Iowa minus two. Scotty, where are you going in this big matchup in the Big Ten? I think I'm going to go with Penn State here. Um, during week one pick and podcast, I was on the fence about Penn State and Wisconsin, Penn State on the road, and I decided to go with Wisconsin at home, and Penn State went in and got a big win, and I think they're going to do it again. Um, I think Iowa, um, you know, they haven't they haven't looked that great to me. Um, and obviously last week they had – uh, blowout win against Maryland, who was 4-0. Um, but I don't think that Penn State's going to make the same kind of mistakes that Maryland makes. Um, so I, I think Penn State's going to not only cover, but win this game. Yeah, this was a, a major one for me that I was completely on the fence about. And I think when we started this podcast, I was leaning Penn State. But I'm going to go back to Iowa simply because they are playing at Kinnick. I think they can cover the two. And weird things happen in Kinnick and weird things are happening with this Iowa football team back when Anthony and I did the preview uh, podcasts and we looked at Iowa. I kept making a point through a lot of the teams that turnovers year to year. It's a variable that has a high variance except for Iowa. They're positive in turnovers every single year. So I don't think their high turnover margin is a fluke. The ball's bouncing their way but they're going to force uh, Sean Clifford into some bad situations. Spencer Petros, he's only thrown one interception here this year. I was going to take care of the football. They're going to cause havoc. They're going to create turnovers. They're going to cover the two against the Nittany Lions. Moving back into the ACC, the number two team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs, 14 and a half point favorites traveling to Auburn. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, this one's tough. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Georgia's got a really good defense. Um, I think Auburn being at home, they'll have some juice. The crowd will be behind them. Um, keep it a pretty close game. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I'm going to go with Georgia to cover this one. Uh, but I think that that's one, it's going to be right along the, the two-touchdown score line, so it should be close. Vaughn, who do you like? Yeah, I've been rolling with Georgia all season long. I picked them. Uh, week one to beat Clemson, even though they were not favored in that game. I think it was a very small point spread, but there were three I, I point dogs Georgia. in that game. Yeah, I, I, I think you picked Georgia, too, if I remember correctly, yep. Luke. Yeah, I, I think we were the only two to pick Georgia. So I've been on the Bulldog train all season. They're right up there with Alabama for me, honestly. I, I think if if the national championship came down to those two schools, I think you'd have a hell of a game. So I'm going to pick Georgia. And quite honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they doubled that point spread. I'm going to be quite honest with you guys, man. I think Georgia's the best team in the country. I think they're most, most dominant, and I don't think that there is a spread right now with the way this defense is playing that I won't take Georgia to cover. I think they cover the 14 and a half. I think they cover it rather easily when you look at their defensive metrics, what they're able to do. I mean, what they did to Arkansas. I mean, it looked like a JV football team. Arkansas was the number eight team in the country. as a junior varsity squad going up against this Georgia defense. And on the other side of the football, you got Bo Nix, man. I mean, he didn't throw an interception. <laughs> he, he, he didn't throw an interception last week, but, I mean, come on. He's going to more than make up for that this week. That's not a guy that goes two weeks without throwing an interception. Give me the Bulldogs. That you know guy is like inconsistent Harry Potter. Sometimes he's got yeah. the spells and magic to make something happen, and other times it falls flat on his face. So I, I'm with you. <laughs> going to be looking like a deer in the headlights against that Bulldog defense next week. Well, we yeah. are – 
in the Big 12 Red River Shootout, even though I don't think they're allowed to call it that anymore. Weekend here on the uh, Mesa Brew Pick'em Pod. We got number six, Oklahoma, three-point favorites against Texas in the annual neutral site game. Vaughn, where are you at in this one? I'm with Texas, man. I, uh, I'm i probably going to get some flack for this, but I think Texas wins outright. I don't really have a whole lot of confidence in Oklahoma. They've been so close multiple times to losing to inferior opponents. I mean, they, they were close against Nebraska. Kansas State was a really close game. They've had some real nail biters this season. I, I can't recall a game where it was just a straight blowout. Even their week one or week two, whoever, whatever week it was against, I think it was Tulane. Uh, they had like a crazy second half comeback yeah, that yep. made it a, uh, a, a sweat from the brow uh, for Oklahoma fans everywhere. So I'm going to roll a Texas and uh, horns up, man. Go Texas. Scotty, who do you like at the Cotton Bowl in this one? I'm with Vaughn. Hook him, baby. I think Texas is going to take this one. I think they're, yeah, they're going to cover. I think they're going to win. And it pretty much just like Vaughn said, Oklahoma's getting tested every week against teams that I don't think are as good as Texas. Um, and, you know, it's a rivalry game. I think Texas is going to show up to play. And I think Texas is going to cover and win. Yeah, I, I don't trust Oklahoma at all. But at the same time, on the other sideline, it's not Tom Herman anymore who kind of felt like he had the Sooners number and played him tough each and every year. I don't know if I trust Steve Sarkeesian in a big game. They got that big win against Louisiana in the first week. They got ranked. They went out there and got destroyed by Arkansas. I'm not sure this team is ready for the bright lights, and this is the brightest of them all in a Texas Longhorn season, in an Oklahoma Sooner season. Give me Oklahoma. Give me Lincoln Riley. And as much as I don't like Spencer Rattler, give me him. Uh, they're going to cover the three against the Longhorns this week. And then finally, 7.30 start time, Michigan. Only three and a half point favorites as they travel to Nebraska to take on the Cornhuskers. Who do you like, Scotty? Man, this one, this one's tough. Um, I, I, I watched the the Nebraska Northwestern game last week. Um, obviously, we've got a night game out in Lincoln as well uh, with Michigan and Nebraska. Um, and Nebraska looked really solid. Obviously, Northwestern's not a great team. Um, but also Nebraska has almost beaten Oklahoma. They really should have beaten Michigan state kind of blew that one at the end there. Um, so I kind of think this is going to be that test that Michigan thought Wisconsin was going to be. Um, but I can't pick against Michigan. I'm, I'm going with the Wolverines to cover. Who do you like Vaughn? Yeah, this one's tough too. And I, I did just check to make sure that it was still three and a half points and it is still three and a half points um, as we are recording this right now. So yeah, this one, this one's a challenging one. And I do think Scotty put it very well just now that, that this is kind of going to be the road test that everybody thought Wisconsin was going to be last week. However, I still do think Michigan's going to win and cover the three and a half points. If, uh, if, if Michigan, if their team is truly as together and as a team, as they really are, they took the juice out of Wisconsin when jump around came on, I would anticipate them doing or at least attempting to do the exact same thing in Nebraska in a, uh, a night atmosphere. They've already had a night atmosphere at home themselves uh, for that Washington game. So they, I think they kind of have an idea of what's going to come for them. So I'm going to take Michigan just because I've mainly just 
taking Michigan all season up until last weekend. And that was a huge mistake. So I'm going to take the Wolverines uh, to cover the three and a half. Yeah. A couple things here. Uh, number one, Michigan is vastly outperformed odds makers expectation in just about every game this year. The obvious exception, uh, um, ex- exception would be that Rutgers game, but that was also his 20 and a half point favorites up 17 at halftime, just a really bad second half underdogs last week, win by three touchdowns. You know, the, the Washington game dominated, dominated a very good Western team, who by the way is four and one right now, four consecutive wins for them since I think there's a market inefficiency uh, with the Wolverines right now. I don't think the, the bookmakers have caught up to them. Sounds like ne- uh, Nebraska is going to start some new guys on the offensive line going up against one of the most dominant defensive lines in the country. Cade McNamara proved last week. He's fine. If you stack the box and you let him throw it, he's got some weapons. Roman Wilson coming into his own Cornelius Johnson coming into his own man. I think how close this game is going to be is getting kind of blown out of proportion a little bit. I think Michigan's a, a multi-touchdown winner here. Give me the Wolverines minus three and a half. So that's going to wrap it up for us here on the Mason Brew Pick'em podcast. But before we go, I'll let uh, Scotty and Vaughn let you know where to find them on Twitter. Scotty, I'll start with you. Yep, I am at Scotty White underscore on Twitter. I'm excited for this game, and I definitely will be tweeting a lot. So that is where you will find me. Vaughn, how about you, man? Yeah, you can find me at Vaughn underscore Lozon. I'll be tweeting about the game on uh, my uh, Twitter account and on the Maize and Brew Twitter account at Maize and Brew. Go follow us over there on Facebook. Um, you know, we're trying to really reach out with uh, Discord, the YouTube channel, all that stuff. Maybe we'll get a TikTok at some point. Luke, do you know how to work TikTok? You want to take over that? I've got a TikTok, but I've never created a, a video on that thing. I don't know, man. I, I, that ain't really how my brain works. I'm don't mean to throw you on the man. spot there, but uh... holy what? <laughs> some of those, some of the things, some of those people do on there, man. I'm impressed. Don't get me wrong. It's just not the way my brain really works. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. This is this is more of my speed here. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L U K E G H I A R D. I don't forget to subscribe, rate, and uh, leave a review here for all of our podcasts, man. We do a bunch of them throughout the week. So if you're not subscribed, you're completely missing out uh, to the Maze of Brew channel wherever you get your podcast. So once again, for Von Lozon, for Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week on the Maze of Brew Pick a Pod. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist. And if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
Block M.